right, welcome to episode 11 of the Gold Card Podcast. Yay. I am Vince Kalati at Jalati LOL. With me tonight, we have John George at the Esports Plug. I canceled this yet, boys. <laughs> True story. And Calvin T at Roller Arsama. Hi. We are unfortunately without Chris Chung at prime time tonight. He had a previous engagement and the scheduling was not going to work out. But So, ladies, you can turn off the stream. Yeah. See you later, ladies. <laughs> however, however many of you there were watching this. All right. So, MSI is the topic du jour tonight. Uh, we have it coming up. Starts on Friday morning. First big international tournament of the year, unless you want to count the U Masters. Big international tournament. Uh, you guys have any like general thoughts on MSI? Because before we go into like some of the things we were talking about, because I. In previous years, I've never been that excited for MSI. I'll be totally honest with you. I just kind of think it's like this weird scrimmage where some of the, it's not that some of the teams don't care and some do, but it's it does it just I don't know it feels weird because it's like right in the middle of the season, and I always think people overreact to it. But I'm kind of hyped I'm for this one. I'm generally much more hyped about China versus Korea <laughs> Rift rivals than yeah. I am about about MSI. But this year, yeah, I'm very excited for MSI this year. Yeah, this is gonna be a nice tournament on the like. Cal, you got anything? Mm. Yeah, let's go IG, all right? So. <laughs> Just remind yourself that... <laughs> we're going to talk about this later. Just remind yourselves that Flash Bulls almost won this last year. This is very real, too, though. Like, if Worlds was happening right now, <laughs> I'm pretty confident that the top three MSI teams would be in the all be in the semifinals at Worlds. Yeah. If it was going on right now. Like, this is a real deal. Yeah, so we... Yeah, we're, 100%. Yeah, we're not, we're not getting... We're not getting, like, a fluke... Uh, it was a couple years ago we had it wasn't 100 Thieves it was like one of the one of the NA teams was just like not equipped CLG maybe it was just yeah, like not CLG equipped CLG almost won the, this thing one year yeah CLG another another great example time. by the yeah. way so um I forget how we were going to get into this one we dropped some Darshan news off the top yeah we can Darshan, do that we can do, we can do that CLG so, yeah it's like a different team now it's kind of crazy so they're yeah, going to have they're going to have um, leaving, leaving CLG back in the day it's so, like a figurehead of the team. So yeah, CLG. Did they officially drop him, or did they just add Ruin? Uh, he's he said he's a free agent. Okay, I didn't see that part. So I, I know. So CLG added Ruin, uh, Fenerbahce's top laner, to the fray, and he's going to be their top laner. It looks like, and that's kind of interesting. I mean, we're a little ways off from NALCS, but that was like <coughs> the big relevant news I think this week. Only um, a little weird. I'm not sure Ruin like. I'm not sure why Ruin was the guy to go to. Like, Ruin's been around before. Yeah. He's been in the pro leagues. I don't know. I might have gone somewhere else. I mean, Darshan was not the answer. Yeah. I love Darshan, but he was not the answer. This but might I'm not just... sure Ruin's the answer either. I'm not sure either, but this might just be a case of change, like switching it up just for the sake of switching it up. Like, that's the way it feels to me. I want to see teams bring in, like, Fly Kid 69 from Challenger. <laughs> like, yeah. one trick. And just bring him, just give that kid a shot. I want to see that. I've seen Ruin. Who's the top? Who's kid. the top lane? Soraka one trick or whatever. Yeah, like, bring, just in, like, bring me some of these guys. Some some rando. Just do 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 like the uh, the the stunts. Just like pull a celebrity. Just have them yeah. play every week. Oh, box box. Yeah, like if you're gonna if you're gonna mail it in, just get a celebrity every a different celebrity every week. How's Cutie Pie not on a team? For God's sake, call man. up Will Smith. Maybe he'll play. You know. Like <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, I forget how we were gonna get into this blender topic. That's all right. <laughs> 
How do we? How are we going to get into this? I forget. We just talked about this. Does he suck? Does he not suck? Oh no! Oh, all right, we'll we'll do that. Maybe I'll I'll remember what I <laughs> what I meant by this by this thing. I know oh, yeah, I know I the know, reference I I'm making, but I forget how I was want to get it. Uh, how I want to get into it. So I don't know, Calvin. You want to you want to tee off on this one because you kind of brought it up. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's just in general. I've been surveying just the Twitter Twitter sphere. All these like low tier analysts commenting on like Papa Smitty. Uh, I, I know I'm a low tier analyst as well. I mean, I don't call myself an analyst. I'm just a better. But I just feel like people from and in Europe really don't pay attention to the, you know, the East as much. I mean, I, everyone knows, oh, my God, look at Griffin, look at Chovy, look at Faker, look at SKT and stuff like that. And people forget that the LPL this year was pretty exciting to watch. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, there's a lot of upsets and stuff. And even though that we, we all know that the LPL is just chaotic and, you know, there's a lot of just – upsets and stuff like that but there was definitely four teams in the top that are like that really you know they're really good uh, between fpx i think top is definitely up i think top is good i think they're the real deal i mean is there um, is there any region here's an interesting question in relation to that is there a region that fpx doesn't win this i don't not think china i don't think like, they win korea korea i think korea i think it'd be close, close. like I they'd be competitive korea, for sure I think they'd lose Korea pretty close. They'd be very close in EU with G2, and they would dominate North America. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Like, I, so how about how about like just for just for the sake of that? Uh, how about like TOP? See, I think TOP yeah, like, similar, isn't quite thing. the same, but I think they're like pretty close. Yeah, I think they'd dominate North America too, and I think they'd give G2 a run for their money, and they'd give they'd give SKT runs for their money. I still think SKT beats them. I think Kingzone might beat them. I'm higher on Kingzone, I think, than you guys are, but I don't know. Yeah, so... I think we're gonna we're gonna find out at this tournament at MSI if Korea Korea might be overhyped, dude. Korea's like their region overall might be. <laughs> All right, look, SKT might be overhyped because Korea. Is I was gonna overhyped. save this topic for later, <laughs> but let's just open up with it because let's just open up. All right, so I think, and I've I've said this a couple times. I think Korea is quote unquote back, right? Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator, like, I think they're back, right? The reason I say that is because the top teams in Korea and a lot of the mid-tier teams in Korea, they're playing different than they did last year. They look, it, they, the region looks like it learned its lesson. And it's not just, like, relatively speaking, but because last year you could say, like, oh, man, KT looks dominant. No one's going to beat this team. They're the favorite for Worlds, blah, 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 blah. But what we messed up on was relative to the other regions, Korea was playing, the, like, a different game, right? For the record, I never thought KT was going to add any shot at Worlds. That's fair. I did. <laughs> I uh, thought RG I'll, I'll was going to win Worlds, though. I'll so. eat some crow on that. Uh, I did have IG in top three, though. A lot of people Yeah, I had know. IG number three. Yeah, I, I had IG exactly number three. Same thing. So, uh, what I guess what I'm saying is, like, Korea looks like a different region. They look like a region that's learned a lesson. And I think a lot of the young teams have kind of made – forced a lot of the older teams to adapt and we've seen the ones that didn't are not doing well how does damwon do like in china i think damwon Damwon would be okay are they like a playoff team in china they'd be i think they'd be competing for playoffs but it's also a 10 team league versus a 16 team league you gotta remember too so so if we're talking about like the top i mean they're both top 50 percent. i think they're like right on that 50 percent mark so anyway the, the reason we brought all this up 
was because Calvin encountered some people on Twitter that didn't think Rookie was that good. <laughs> like, I don't know where you do. I, I got to be honest. I don't know where you're reading this stuff, Calvin. Or I don't know. No, you're I'm just trying, trying to start the no, fire or whatever. To, but I like, God, because I said it earlier. Like, I read people, not people, but literally like different analysts, and it's because. People were overhyped on PvP, and I, I let me tell you, I wasn't overhyped, but I love PvP. You know what I mean? I yeah. Love, I love the players. I love how, <clears throat> you know, they played in Vietnam, and, you know, they're, they're, they're the home favorites, and I, I really like that. But the problem is, is that TL really good. didn't play that great, and if you actually watch the games, like, you know, Double F, Cordia J got banned, so they're smart on banning their bot lane. And I think Impact probably Impact played out of his mind. Impact hard couple, carried that series. Yeah. Besides, there's like you know, a couple of, of plays where he flashed instead of like using his R or his W. You know, there's like little mistakes that he made, but he literally hard carried. And yeah. if, I, I swear, if he didn't hard carry, PVB could could have taken some games off of them. You know what I mean? There's like so, two explanations for a series like that. When you a series specifically like that one, there's there's one of two things is happening. Either. PVB is really good, so they kept up with Liquid, who's a very good team. Or Team Liquid's not that good, and so they didn't look that good against the bad team. Don't like, forget about option two, three. Like, two, like, Don't forget about option three, which is going to bail out my high on Liquid <laughs> stance, which is I think maybe after the first game they started climbing around a little bit. Because that's what it, – it didn't look entirely like that, but it looks like they didn't respect Fongu that much after game one. Cause like they they just smashed the first two games. Game three, they definitely could have lost game three. It felt to me like this was a case of Team Liquid not looking very good and PVB continuing to look garbage. Yeah, uh, <laughs> straight up that that series scared me because you know I I I've, I'm coming into this tournament like a little higher on Liquid than I think most people are. I don't think they're as good as the top three teams. Make no mistake, and we're gonna go into this in a bit, but. I, I, that series scared me because they didn't look particularly great in it, and Fangfu's very bad. So, <laughs> yes, um, I don't know. Let's just. I, I think we could just probably just. Oh, so I, one other thing I wanted to talk about because we do great transitional material. Uh, transitional material here. Uh, and I think you'll all agree with me on this one. MSI historically has not been a good representation of strength on the world stage. It's not bad necessarily, but historically speaking, like we keep bringing it up, but like flash wolves almost won this tournament last year. CLG had a good performance at this tournament. Uh, I'm trying to think there was, there's, there've been a couple other ones. Uh, gigabyte, gigabyte Marines. Now to be fair, that gigabytes Marine team was actually pretty good, but EDG has, has had performances at MSI and then looked garbage on the world stage when they got there. Exactly. Um, Fnatic, almost, oh, yeah, it was the Fnatic SKT thing was an MSI series, wasn't it? That five-gamer yeah, with... Uh, hasn't been. That was the five-gamer with Fabivin, right? Yeah, I remember that. So it, it hasn't been a good, necessarily an accurate representation of regional strength because there's a whole another half-calendar year. So and we could maybe go into that a little bit later, too, like which regions we think have the most room to grow versus which are like playing at their ceiling. But I think... Since we only have six teams and there's only ten games that we have lines for so far, we really wanted to dive deep on really what separates a lot of these teams and 
we wanted to do like each our own like tier list to give you guys an idea of where we each stand on these teams so that you have an idea of, like so that you have some context for how we're going to be betting them when we get to the picks right so i figure we'll each go through our tier list where we, where you draw the lines of separation why you draw the lines of separation and then we'll dive into it from there if you want if you want to elaborate on that anymore so i don't know either either of you guys want to open up on this calvin has the different one so i think we should let calvin open you're muted um, no, there yeah um so, I I'm so I'm just gonna start just grouping up right now, and then we're just I will talk about this later. So I group IG and SKT together. Oh, okay. And, I had that wrong on the sheet. Yeah, sorry. I I group IG, SKT, and tier together. And I put G two in his own tier. TL, Flash Wolves. TL on his own tier. Or, okay. TL on his own tier, and then Flash Wolves, and then uh, PVB. So those are my different tiers that, so, you know. why do you have, I think, like, the the poignant question here is, why do you have IG and SKT above G2? Is it just historical, or is it? So, as much as I want to believe in G2, and I was, I was pretty high in G2, not as high as John, as he's going to elaborate, but um, I think just SKT showed how well, like just the growth of them throughout the season and being able to beat basically the best team in the, I mean, quote unquote, the best team in the world yeah. rated by everyone, you know, Griffin. I mean, it was not everyone, I mean, but a lot of people, but know. a lot of people. And it was, you know, it was a great series. And it seems like with con kind of con struggled last year and he looked, and he struggled a little bit in the early season, but he actually looked really good at the end of the season. And I feel like the way Clid mesh with their team, they're not just playing through Faker, um, but they're also incorporating Teddy, and Teddy's literally a monster. And I think yeah. that's a difference between, and I think that's why IG and SKT are a little closer because when you have the solo lane of the shy, you know what I mean? They play to their top lane a lot, and we've seen Jackie Love, even even in this split, that you know he he still struggled, and it was yeah. just kind of it was it was really disappointing to see that. So I really think that SKT just overall is just a complete team. You know what I mean? They're just a complete team. But I just have IG further up because I, I really do think that their team fighting and just their solo laners are really good. I, I, Jackie Love did show up in the main, in the, in basically when, I don't know why, but when the game actually counts, Jackie Love and Balon plays so well. I don't know if it's just, you know, regular season, like, all right, you know, let's just try something new. But for some reason, Jackie Love tends to show up when it mat- when it really matters, and you know he looks really good. They definitely so- disrespect in the regular season. They're like the Ben Roethlisberger of <laughs> yeah. League of Legends, where it's just like, yeah, it's Vici, whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then we go see we see G two, okay, and I do. It's not like they did show any growth or anything, and then, you know they did mess around a lot because they really locked in playoffs early on. But compared to just the stylistic mechanics of the, just the Eastern team. I mean, they can pull they can pull off a win. I, I know they'll pull off a win in best of one, but when it comes to later on in the stages of best of, th- best of fives, I don't know. I just feel like they're just so – it's a little bit cheesy on their picks, and they, they just – I don't know. They're, <clears throat> they're, they like to dive a little bit too much. I don't know if they're going to do it at MSI. I don't know how they're going to play, especially with um, Perks playing, you know, as a carry compared to these other carries, you know what I mean? So – I just feel like 
they're they're a good team. They're a good team fighting team, but it just depends on. I just kind of see how they play. You know what I mean? I don't know if they're gonna come out blazing or if they come out playing passive or what. You know what I mean? I don't think like, they're gonna be playing passive. That's for damn sure. Like, but, but yeah, but, we, but maybe we, they we, will. Maybe that's the curveball they throw, right? Yeah, like maybe they're know. just gonna play like a zero jinx in three tanks. Like exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So who knows? But we've seen basically SKT and IG at Worlds playing at a high competition, you know, and Caps last year, I don't know what happened to him at Dude, Worlds. This, SK- just say, this, this SKT is a different beast than what we've seen in the last two years. Yeah. I'm include. by the way, I'm including <laughs> the world, the finals team. Yeah. Like yeah. this is a different, this They're SKT team is monstrous. Like this SKT team reminds me a lot of, this is like, has all, this, this team has all the good things <laughs> that the KT team from last year had. And then some. Yeah, like I think they they've got they got more. I don't want to say they got more upside, but they they're more versatile than that team was. If you just plucked out of time, like we were talking about plucking teams at a time last year, yeah. and plucking players at a time. I think if you plucked IG, SKT, or G two at a time and put them in the finals against Samsung White, they would all dominate Samsung White. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I, I think, think would, I think well, all these teams are better than any team that was at that that well, world. They they all remind me. I always reference Samsung. For, for those that don't know, I think Samsung White was the best team ever in the history of league. Like in, if you take that team in isolation, like again, like pluck it out of at a time. That team in isolation, I think they were the best team by far. Maybe not SK SKT in season three was so much better than every other team in the world that it wasn't even close. But Samsung White kind of just came and blew the doors off everyone in that summer split. And for that split and that world championship, they were just otherworldly. They were, like, on universe tier. Like, they were in their own – doing their own thing. Um, Where do I want to go? Oh, I forgot where I was – oh, so, Cal, I, I just want to get back. So how far apart is this for you? Is this, like, a half-tier difference? Or is this, like, a big gap between IG and SKT and G2? Because – I think it's I think it's a it's a half gap. I would say like you So give, it's tier one and one point five kind of situation? Yeah, if you want to grade it out as like an S tier and an A, it would be like an S and like an A plus. Okay. I'd say. You okay. know what I mean? But I just but then after that I think it drops off pretty significantly. Because um, after watching T L play uh Fong Vu. Fong Vu, I, Ugh, I it's just kinda of scary. I, I just don't think Flash Wolves I mean, throughout the season, I don't think Flash was are that great. And even though you know they lost, they dropped game one to Vega, and they just they literally dismantled Vega. And then Vega go, comes back and almost reverse sweeps PVB. I, that's why I put PVB super lower. Like I, they, just, I honestly, they might, they might catch a game. But I don't think they're going to. They're just way below than every other team. You know. Yeah. What I, mean? I, and, I, I think we're all universally in agreement that Fangvu is like substantially worse than all of these teams. Maybe not substantially worse than Flash Wolves, but they they are they are by far the worst team in this tournament, right? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Okay. And for those that don't know, we kind of dove into it a lot last week, but and on Twitter this week cuz we didn't get it, we haven't gotten a chance to really talk about that either. I know we keep getting off track here, but we didn't really get a chance to talk like cuz on the podcast last week we talked about our expectations going in and how we thought Fenerbahce and Fangvu and INTZ and Vega were going to be like the relevant teams in in the playing stage and INTZ looked awful like they had just no awful. idea what was going on <laughs> yeah, just terrible oh, so man, I was, you were uh, high on them 
I was, I was, I, you know. I I'm said not... Vega was going to win, but I thought INTZ was was a very good team after watching their series against Flamengo. That, I, I, I think this playing stage was just a good reminder of you really, really got to pay attention to like relativity, right? Yeah. Especially when it gets to these smaller regions or like even like internet, like any international competition, because. I mean, I was the, the big example for me last year was Korea going into Worlds. I was super high on Korea and going into Worlds. The biggest lesson I've ever learned was everything is relative, right? And Korea just wasn't I, – I had blinders on. I wasn't seeing that – and it was spoiled a little bit during the during MSI and Rift Rivals. Like, I could have seen this coming, and I didn't, right? With INTZ, I definitely could have seen this coming – with Fenerbahce, I don't think I did. They just I, Fenerbahce, I think just I don't know if they choked or what, but like they didn't look like themselves. Fangru looked exactly like I thought they would. Um, I don't know, did it? D- DFM looked exactly how I thought they would look too. Like I, they were actually pretty good. I was impressed with them. Uh, they, I thought they were going to be exactly what they were, like a middle of the tier, like a middle of the group team that was going to be able to beat people, but was going to not really be in contention to win the group. Yeah. So I. So I'll put this out there. Like in general, do we all agree that like it was kind of a big letdown the playing stage? Like the, we're, we're, I think all of the teams were worse than we thought they were going to be. Besides maybe maybe DFM, I was a little impressed with Vega. Everybody except for Vega, I think underperformed what I thought they would do. I thought I did not yeah. think Vega would look as good specifically in the drafts and stuff. I was really impressed until game five of the last round. I was yeah. very impressed with their drafting. <laughs> Agreed. It, it, that that series was actually kind of cool because like you could see that they, like as soon as they won game three I was like the series is over. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I I was on Twitter with you guys. I was saying I was like I was like oh they figured this out they solved the puzzle. Fong Vu don't yeah. have another piss to throw <laughs> like that was. And game four they showed it again and then and they then just punted. Game so... five they just decided not to play the same thing that had been winning for them for the last two games. Yeah. So just to get back, I, I just wanted to like take a brief aside to that because we we haven't really it's been what like ten days or whatever so we haven't gotten a chance to talk about. Because that was a big deal. Like, we all thought these teams, like, uh, in general, it was a big disappointment. Like, not that the games weren't entertaining. They were kind of hilarious, clown fiestas, but they were they were bad. Like, yeah, the level I, of I play was very low. Everybody's, almost everybody was worse than we thought they were going to be. And that's just not, that's, like, not just macro, like, strategy. Like, the, there was a lot of micro, like, mechanical stuff that was just awful. Tons of mechanical mistakes, lots yeah. of drafting stuff I didn't like. And it wasn't just regional stuff, just, just compositions that didn't make a lot of sense yeah it was pretty bad i, I, I was, was pretty terrible i yeah. honestly thought EU masters was kind of better in a weird way and i didn't even i thought basically nobody tournament. i'm not sure there was any team that could have gotten out of that plan stage that would have really had a chance to like get three wins yeah in the I, main event. i'd agree and yeah and going into it we were like okay like maybe fenerbahce if they got the right pairings could have did something or maybe like fong if they're hot like could have did something and i just don't think that at all anymore yeah no faith in any of those teams yeah. and even vega like who i liked the most of all those teams still just got shit on in lanes yeah and like and that was against like flash wolves or they're gonna get shit on in lanes by flash yeah. wolves they're not they're gonna get really shit on in exactly. lanes. exactly like i don't i don't care what kind of cheese picks or creative drafts you have like you, if yeah. you just can't hang you can't hang that's the way i look at it so yeah. getting back on track because so that was calvin's tier calvin has ig and skt and then g2 a half tier and then like a full tier difference between g2 and tl right yes and then flash wolves in their own tier and then pvb in their own tier John and I agree. John and I have the same tier, but I think you have. 
I don't know who you have on top, but like you just go through yours and we'll, I'll I'll riff with you on it. Okay, so my top tier is just SKT, IG, and G2 all in the same tier. Yeah. And the thing I want to talk about regarding that is I think these are three teams that are very similarly skilled overall, but they're very different types of skills that they have. Um, like, I think G2's biggest advantage is in-game decision-making and the draft. I think they're, like, specifically, like, there's kind of a an A beats B, B beats C, C beats A type thing going on here for me. G2 against SKT in particular, I feel like they have a real ability to, to mess with the draft against SKT. SKT, I think, will try to play more traditionally normal stuff with the current power picks. Classic Korean style, right? Yeah, classic Korean, you know, solid League of Legends. And so G2 gets the ability to kind of exploit them by having very wild drafting strategies that they can do weird stuff with. Um, SKT, I think their, their macro game is the best, like coming into the game. I think their understanding of how to play macro is better than anyone else in this group. I'd agree with that. But G2's on the fly decision-making is better than IG or SKT in my opinion. So SKT's big advantage is just like knowledge of the game, macro, how to play their lanes out, how to focus, how to decide where to focus their energy. Whereas IG's benefits for me are both aggression level i think aggression is hugely like hugely important right now Especially and they have the best of one by far the highest level of aggression and they know how to utilize it better than anyone else as well like ig is a team that just runs away from you if you start getting behind ig they just ditch you yeah <clears throat> and that i think that they do that better uh than the other two teams that are in this group so i think all the teams have their own things that they're better at than the other two teams in this group, but they come out on about the same tier overall. It just depends who's able to do what they do best or stop their opponents from doing what they do best. So I'm in the same spot. Uh, I think it's these three are in their own tier. I think they're I'm, and I'm high on TL for the record. Like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm a little less so with the performance against Fong Vu, but I think I was higher than most people were on Team Liquid, but they're they're they don't necessarily hold a torch stand. Like it wouldn't surprise me to see them take a game or two from these teams. It would shock me to see them take like three, because if they take three, that means they're probably going to get like a three seed or maybe even a two. I, they're not. Th- I don't think they're that good, but I do think. So I think there's like a like a tier difference here. I don't. I don't, I don't really see where TL has an advantage over yeah, any of that. That's my beef. Is like I, I think. And we kind of talked a little bit about this before the cast. Is like I think TL are a really good team, and it's it's weird to say that I think they're underrated, but they just they they they're not on the same level as these teams. They're just not, and it doesn't mean that I think they're bad. And we're gonna talk about not overreacting to results from this tournament because I I can already see it right now. Everyone's gonna be like, NA sucks, blah blah blah. After this tournament's over and TL exits the group stage, like you know five and five or whatever, everyone's gonna be like. TL can hang or NA can hang at Worlds, blah, 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 blah. It's like people don't, I don't think people realize like just how good these other three teams are. Like these are, you said this before the cast, John, but if, if we had the world championship right now, it would probably be these three teams and then some combination of Griffin and Fun Plus and maybe like 
TOP or maybe one of the other, maybe King Zone or something like that, yep. right? I'd agree with that. We'd be seeing either Griffin or another Chinese yeah. team plus these three teams, I and think. These teams are very, very good. Like, they're, ex- like, exceptional teams. Like, they're world, like, universal, like, international, universal tier, like, class teams, right? TL are very good. I just think they're not quite on the same level as these. Now, I have SKT. If I had to pick a winner for this thing right now, it's SKT. I don't know if you – I know you put, you had you said SKT first. Do you actually have SKT first? Do you think it's – like make no mistake, I think this is like pretty even. It wouldn't surprise me to see any of these three teams win. I would rank – if I had to rank them, I would rank IG at the top. Yeah. But I think G2 is going to win the tournament. Not because I think they're the better team. But I can see I, that, yeah. We're, yeah. Earlier, we're still earlier in the season where SKT hasn't gotten a full chance to gel yet. And IG is a team that's kind of notoriously up and down and up and down. And I think G2 is going to be very motivated to win, and they're going to have a lot of things prepared for this tournament that people are not ready for. They're going to be hyper-confident. That's that's the thing with me. I think they'll sneak wins. Because, like, when I compare these teams head-to-head, I don't see G2 having the advantage in almost any, any like, lane or 2v2 matchup versus either IG or SKT. I think they actually might potentially have an advantage in the bot lane. I know that's like a bit hot take-ish. I don't think... I, I'm really not a huge fan of Perks' AD carry, to be honest with you. I but I just think that. the teams... I think their strategy and their drafting is so good that they'll be able to win this event despite not having an advantage skill-wise in any lane. So, so you really give like, you know... It, we talked a little bit about this too. If you had to like break this down... If you assume the top three teams have like a 95% chance of winning this tournament, right? One of those three teams. Yeah. It's like an even split. Like, it's like 30, three, 30, right? 35. Yeah, something like that, right? So it's very 30, close. 30, is the point. 32, 31, you know. Yeah, like, so you that's think... Like, that's basically where I'm at. You know, tiebreaker goes to IG basically is, is what it is, right? Yeah, my issue with SKT when comparing them to IG is when I look at where they beat each other on the map, like, skill-wise, I think Rookie and Faker's a wash. Yeah. I think Ning and the Shy is better than Clid and Khan, and I think Teddy Mata is better than Baolan and Jackie Love. So that that seems even, except right now I just don't think AD carries really matter. I think the solo lanes are winning basically every matchup, and so IG has the better solo lanes comparatively with their jungler. But I think, as far as like overall talent, I think those rosters are extremely close. Yeah, bot lane advantages for SKT and topside advantages for IG. Yeah, see, I I think SKT <laughs> have pound for pound the most talent of any team in the world. Like, I think they're just the best. They just have the best players, and I guess I, I might as exposed. I'm, I might as well go into this now because this was like I, the rest of our tier list is basically the same, right? Like we have TL better than yeah, Flash TL and, and then Black Wolves and then PVB each in their own Europe. thing, right? Yeah, yep. we. I don't. I mean, I'll put this all three of you, or to to all of you, because Chris isn't here. Pour one out for. <laughs> um, I, I don't think PVB is going to win a game. Like, I think they're enough worse that I. I, I honestly, I, there's no universe where I can tell myself that they're even going to take a game here, unless it's like some uni- Like, if TL is really, really, really bad and they don't get any kind of games except against them and G two SKT and IG, like PVB could steal. Like I, I Flash Wolves I maybe betting on an exact result of what result I think is the most likely for PVB. One I'm nine. gonna go one and nine. Yeah, I think they steal a game somewhere from somebody. I think they'll split with Flash Wolves. Yeah, something like that, or they just steal a game with a weird comp against IG or somebody. But I just don't even think that's even that likely. Like, oh, you know, you know what the situation is? 
after the both of them are eliminated, it's like the last game they play against each other. It'll just be like for fun for the fans or clown fiesta, kind of <laughs> yeah. Thing. And like they might a win that way, right? I love underdogs <laughs> in those games, by the way. Just yeah. for the future, whenever there's a game where nothing is on the line and it's two teams just like fiesting, I love the underdog. <laughs> All right, so um, before we dive, I-, I wanted to do this kind of tier list thing to give you guys some context on how we're gonna bet these games when we go into the picks. But uh, just real quick before that, I have, like, a, another side note that I, I wrote down and wanted to mention. So I, I think League of Legends right now reminds me a lot of Season 3. Now, I don't know if you guys were around for Season 3. I like, the game was very, very much it, – it was more skewed toward individual talent than it was the team game. And then we had, like, five years straight of the opposite – Yep. Basically, you know, in so many words, they made, like, Riot changed the game in so many ways to make it more about the team game, whether it was, like, back then you had lane swaps were a thing where you had the gentleman's agreement where you'd both take towers on the opposite sides of the map. Then after that, it was just this, this weird scaling meta in, like, Season 7, 8. And I think now, more than... It, it's so weird because I don't feel this way about it in solo queue at all, like, individually, but... I think in the professional scene, it's about playmakers and just having the best players right now more than it's been in six years. And I agree with that. To me, that, see, so you have IG on the tiebreaker. I that makes total sense, by the way. Like the shy having the advantage over Khan, the bot lane having advantage over IG's bot lane. You know, tiebreaker goes to the top lane because the soul lanes tend to matter more right now. I'm more looking at this as like pound for pound power. So, to me, I'm giving the tiebreaker to SKT because I think they just have better players overall. And I don't know, like, Calvin, I don't know if you, – you probably don't think this because you think IG is – do you have IG winning this tournament, Calvin? Yeah, I, I have IG winning this tournament. Are you in, like, a similar vein, though, where it's, like, it's close? It could be anyway. Yeah, I – yeah, I actually have a bet, a bet later, but we'll see. But I have SKT and IG really close. In the sense that I think their bottom lane is actually better, so we'll see how. <clears throat> I just want to see how Jackie Love does in this event. You know, what I mean, like I said earlier, I just feel like Jackie Love really does come out when it really matters. So, okay, yeah, I was just like kind of just trying to see, like, relatively speaking, where. So we we all think it's really really close, but what basically? So I think the game is revolving a lot around individual players and. You could talk about rock, paper, scissors, and, like, John, I know you mentioned that. I kind of, like, I'm on the opposite end of the fence for that, right? I think the game is less so about that now. It's, I'm trying to think of, like, the best way to phrase this. I think it's more just about playmakers making plays. And, yeah, that's a factor. Like, stylistically, it is a factor, and it certainly matters, and it can break ties, I guess. But I don't think that matters as much as just having the best players right now. And, I'm a guy that's not said that for a long time. Like it's well, it's honestly did, been like six where did years. SKT have the playmaker advantage for you. See, I don't think it's necessarily Teddy's not a playmaker. He's good. He's very. I think good. Teddy and Mata are worlds better than Jackie Love and Bowland. I think Mata's a playmaker. Yeah, and so is Faker. But it's real hard to argue that Faker's more of a playmaker than Rookie. <laughs> we could go back to the Rookie side top. So, <sighs> side topic of the side topic. Here we go. We're going deep, right? I think Rookie and Faker are the two best players that ever played that position. I, I agree. And I think I, we're both – Faker looks really good. Like, he's the real – like, he's back to king status. Not that he ever really left, but, you know, he, 
he's he's in the mode of reminding people why he's the greatest ever right now. Like every once in a while, you have like the all time greats have to have to go through phases where they're like, "Don't forget about me," you know. Yeah. He's kind of in that mode right now, and rookie's playing out of his mind too. And rookie's rookie's been playing out of his mind forever, like literally his yeah. whole career. Yep, literally his entire career. And even when I, he's not famous. Yeah, exactly, and. I remember back when he first came into the league, he was, like, giving Faker a run for his money. He solo killed Faker a bunch of times. That was, like, his claim to fame for a while. And yeah, he's been a monster his whole time. And he's been so, so good going on five years now. It's, it's like people have never heard of him because he went to China fairly early. But, like, who are the other people in this conversation for mid lane, right? Just to do, like, this brief aside. Like, who are the other people in the conversation for for best of all time mid laners? <laughs> Dade, Pawn. Yeah, I don't know how to put those guys in the conversation at all, because when they were at their peak, Faker was still better than them yeah. for the most part. Yeah, and, well, I mean, it's like saying, you Dade know. Dade was a little bit That's earlier. like saying, like, oh, you're not better than Wayne Gretzky, but, you know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I mean, you can't, like, they can't really be in the conversation if they're clearly worse at their peak than somebody else. Yeah. But then it's hard to be at the conversation. But I think, like, because I think Pawn at his peak was, like, about as good as Faker. Like Pawn kind of had his number for a little while. Uh, anyway, that I just want—I sure. just want to briefly touch on that because. So, what was that? I said I'm not sure anybody else is in that conversation. I don't think there's anybody in the conversation with the shy. I don't of, think of all time already. Yep, yeah, I already don't think there's anybody. I've never seen anybody with that kind of dominance when, even when like original <laughs> shy was at his peak. True. I don't feel like Shy was this good. The flame at his peak I never was really thought good, these man. SKT top laners were that good. Like Marin, people are like circle jerking over Marin. Marin I, was really good for like I, a year. I and really like Marin when he was on that SKT team, but I think a lot of his power came from how good his team was. I'd agree with that. He was. I mean, look, make no mistake, he was a world class player. He's like one of the best. Yeah, he's one of the best tried. ever. He's not. I was never sold on Smeb. Khan is is like one of the best of all time, but I, I really think the Shy is already. The best of all time. I think the shy, shy, flame. If you want to go way back, yeah, flame was very good. Um, dude, honestly, impact. Impact. Was this very dude. Good. This could be. This could be a whole show. I don't want to get completely yeah, okay. derailed, but this really could be. A whole, we'll have to do that. Like maybe, maybe after this tournament's over, before LCS, if we're not doing like regional shows and stuff, we could do like you know the Hall of Fame show. Like who's who are the best of all time at each position for us, right? I like that. So. Okay, uh, the the I think the point I was trying to make is like that that's to me that's the tiebreaker is like I just think SKT I've been saying it all year SKT to me have just four Hall of Famers and then Clid who's a monster right now and I, it's maybe a little early to be saying that about Khan but like I I think Khan ceiling is really really I think Khan if he's playing his best can can hold a torch to shy and be right there with him to the shy sorry we'll have to find out we'll yeah have to see I Germany guess we're gonna find off. out so um. The point being, we all think those, you know, we all think those three teams are exceptional and, you know, a cut above everyone else. And it's take your pick. You could, yeah. you could tell a story about any one of these teams winning. I, um, let's just go into the slate because I'm going to keep talking circles around this. So Friday we open up with SK, and these lines are from Bet365, but I encourage you to shop around because there's a lot of variants. We were talking about this before going into this. There's a lot of variants depending on what shop you're looking at. So. Shop for your best lines, whatever's available to you, because there's a big gap. And when you have some of these extreme money lines, it matters a lot. So, um, yeah, you could be winning hundreds of extra dollars just by betting at a different book. Exactly. So, so yeah. game one to kick off the 
the real tournament. We have SK Telecom minus 334 against G2 plus 240. All of us in unison on G2 here? Yes. Not yep. only like not only because I want to bet G2 against SKT or whatever, but first game is the best time for G2's strength. It's the best of, time in the like, whole tournament. Yes, for, for yeah. what G2 does best, the first game is the best time for them yep. before anyone's gotten to see anything that they prepared for this tournament, whatever trickery they've come up with. This is going to be a time when, when they can bust that out and no one has seen anything yet. And I also feel like they've been really low-key about what they're doing as well. Yes. So. Yeah, I, I think this is the perfect spot to be picking specifically this matchup, G2 versus SKT, because SKT is much more likely to come out and draft a very standard just like we're just going to play better league of legends than you type of composition and strategy. And I think G2 can find something that can exploit that pretty heavily. Now, if SKT come out and do just like the SKT thing and just like grind you to a pulp, like they do. And they like make it look easy. against G2. Like, I know it's only one game, but is that just going to be like a statement from the get go? Like, or what if, what if they get, what if they go wild? What if we see like kale from Faker or something like that? They just come out and bust out Sonoterra at game one. Yeah, just like <laughs> something completely off the wall for them. And then it'll be like, all right, they're here to play. I would be super impressed if they came out and did something weird like Kale in the first game. Yeah. I'd be really impressed with them. Because that's, for me, that's SKT's weakness. Is that they don't the do that enough, that right? play more standard stuff. And that's not and to say that they aren't versatile and willing to play different stuff, but like they don't, they don't have to go out of their comfort zone a lot. So they don't, you know, it's like... Yep. And I think they're going to start in that mode of, like, we don't need to leave our comfort zone. If they, they lose they, they the beginning, then we're going to get to see some weird stuff from them, probably. But I think they're going to come out in normal mode. Yeah, they, they always do. They're they're the Patriots, dude. They're, they're just, they, they don't do anything flashy or fancy. They just do the thing that beats you. Like, that's... Anyway, so, uh, we're all on G2. Um, mostly for the reasons... Uh, John makes a good point for, like, the extra reasons. I, I'm light on G2 here, mostly for value, because if, if I'm if I'm valuing SKT, IG, and G2 similarly, and if I think this is like, you know, even if I think this is like 55% SKT, this is way out of whack, and I bet G2 because the line tells me otherwise, right? Yeah, exactly. So that that's kind of the mode I'm in, and you're, there's going to be a lot of picks like this uh, in these first 10 games, because, and this is why I wanted to do the tier list to give you guys context, because... You know, we're not saying G2 is definitely going to win this game. Maybe John is. John's more confident uh, in G2. I don't think they're definitely going to win. But it's definitely not plus 240. plus 240. Yeah, plus 240 is just way too wide for a team as good and as tricky as G2, especially in the first game of the tournament. <laughs> like, plus 240 is 29.5%. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, no, this is close 30. to 50-50. It's the same reason we, we hammered Vegas Squadron in the, the knockout stage finals for the play, and it was like... There's no reason they should be favored this much or underdogs this much. Exactly. So G2 across the board. I'm light, Cal. Light, I'm moderate. Light. I'm light. I'm light on it. And I have John. a standard bet on it. <laughs> okay, so you like moderate then? Okay. Uh, Flash Wolves plus one thirty seven against Liquid minus one eighty eight. I pounded Liquid. Yeah, I'm gonna liquid. I'm gonna be heavy on Liquid. Yeah. I'm not a monster fan of Liquid, but for me, Flash Wolves and PVB are like in a different world from the other four teams that are here. Which should say something about PVB, because if we think they're both that bad and we have them still in separate tiers, yikes. Yeah, it's... Uh, well, I think Liquid is in, like, a weird no-man's land, because I think there's a big difference between the top three and everybody else. I agree. And I think 
big difference between the bottom two and everybody else, which basically just means Liquid is in the middle tier where it's like those three teams are elite. Liquid is good, and the other two teams are bad. Yeah. <laughs> like they're, like they're, I think I think Liquid's going to go 5-5. Five and five. Yeah, something like that. I think Liquid's going to go 5-5, five and five and Reddit's going to blow up about how NA sucks and blah, 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 and everyone's going to be like, dude, have you looked at these other three teams? Like, just look at them. Like, watch them play. Five and five is a fair prediction. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's a, it's like, a, that's, a, that's a win for NA, to be honest with you. Because that means they took a game off one of those three teams. Yeah. You know what I'll say, though? Stylistically, <laughs> I think Liquid is more likely to beat IG or SKT than they are to beat G2. I could see I that. I style is super good against Liquid, better than maybe against anyone else. Yeah, I could see that. Not because G2 is a better team, just how they match up. So, again, just like for, you know, granularity was like kind of the word of the day going into tonight. Like is liquid actually minus 188 favorites against flash wolves yes. or are you just, or is it just yeah. close enough that you're betting it? Cause you're confident they're going to win. You know what I'm saying? I think they actually are. I think they're actually bigger favorites. I think they're like minus 250. Okay. Cause 250 would be what? Right. Like I 75%. Right. I think that's about what they win. Okay. About 75, 80% of the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with that. So if, if you think, of, if you look at it that way, we're actually getting some value here, really. I know that's a big number, but I'm, I'm pretty confident Liquid's going to win. Even, even in a best of one, I think we saw enough from Flash Wolves and Fong Vu to know what's up here. Speaking of Fong Vu, uh, <laughs> Fong Vu versus Invictus. Fong Vu plus 650. Invictus Man. minus 1400. We all agree that they're not going to win a game, so <laughs> I don't think they take one. I think they're going to get hit. Unit, I have a half a unit on DVB here. <laughs> just because, just because that line's obscene? Just because. It's best of one. Invictus has the lowest floor of they're the good the home teams. team. They're, it's the first game of the tournament, so I, I just talked about how underdogs are going to do their best in their first game of the tournament before they really get figured out by these other teams. Um, I like what you and, mentioned earlier about how Invictus played like the most volatile style too of the top Invictus teams. Invictus has the lowest floor of the good teams, and including so they G2, up, by the way. <laughs> yeah, if they show up having a rough day or trying out a strategy, they could easily come into this series arrogant and pick some weird bullshit and get and get snowballed on by PVB. Like, I don't think it's likely, but any it's more likely than six fifty. Like, <laughs> yeah, plus six fifty for a best of one. Like, I would almost take Rogue against Invictus at plus six fifty in a best of one. Like, <laughs> that's thirteen percent or thirteen and a third. Yeah, you, you got to be better than thirteen percent to win. It's still League of Legends in yeah. in one game. Yeah, maybe yeah, in one game. If this was best of three, you never touch it. No, but in a, in a best of one, they could. Well, if this was best of three, Invictus would be minus five thousand. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I, I, I have half a unit on Fongu here. I don't think they're gonna win. But I think plus six fifty is too much. Six fifty is a lot. It's huge. I saw lines all over the place from like five hundred to six fifty on this one too. Not that that's you know. I actually had it just over plus five hundred. I don't have the plus six fifty yeah. line. On my it's just over five hundred for me. So I'm gonna be. I might end up tailing you on that just for <laughs> fluke's sake. Uh, next up we have SK Telecom minus seven hundred against Flash Wolves plus four hundred. I think this is all right. So. <clears throat> I'm not touching this game, but historically, here we go. Flash Wolves, Flash Wolves beat. SKT. Let me fire up the narrative. Let's go yeah, down Narrative Street. Exactly. Here we go. Narrative Street. Flash Wolves are the Korea Slayers. Yeah, I love <laughs> you know, it. They're gonna say it on the cast, you know. All right. Flash oh, here we go. No, no, no. Side bet. Side bet. I'm gonna write this down right now. How many times on the cast do they say Flash Wolves are the Korea Killers? I'm gonna set the over under at two and a half for the entire pregame show through 
the wrap up of the game and on to the next game. Over so pregame, post game, during game. Over I two and a half. Over two and a half. Easily. Count the pre and post game. Really? I would set the line at like three and a half. Okay, so we'll put <laughs> flash rules are the Korea Slayers. Some variant of Korea Slayers. They always beat Korea. The something uh, like that. They're gonna say stuff like that at least four times. There we go. We'll say three. Oh, you're so. All right, so you're you're taking the over then. Oh yeah, I'm taking the over on three point five. Yeah, I might have to the take over. Over is easy on that one. If I put this at four point five, mm. over very least. It's <laughs> <laughs> a slam the over. How about one. the? We'll say over four and a half at plus one forty. <laughs> anyway, going down Narrative Street, like this Flash Wolves team. <clears throat> all right. The, there's two arguments to me. Like, if you're going to tell the story that Flash Wolves win this game, it's the Flash Wolves of the Korea Slayer argument, right? And the second one to me is that this Flash Wolves team, while I don't think they look that good, they are playing the best that they've played all year. Like, this team has gotten progressively better. Like, th- they improved a lot. Like, I think from the beginning of the season to now, they've probably improved of the mo- like the most of all these teams. And I think you should watch out for that too. People have a hard time sometimes discerning. Like if two teams both end up thirteen and three at the end of the season, they're gonna always be like they're gonna play in the playoffs after both going thirteen and three. Oftentimes you can tell who the real favorite is yeah. from who did what when. If one team is ending the season on a ten zero run and the other one started out on a ten zero run, it's a pretty good chance that team that ended on the ten zero run is a significant favorite. That's why we all bet. I think we all bet Flash Wolves to win the LMS. Like we did. they were under, they were like plus one twenty underdogs in the finals. Yeah, and, and I, we were all on that. Like they have improved a lot, um, but I don't think this line is touchable. I agree. It's if I was gonna bet it, it'd be Flash Wolves just because they're plus four hundred. But I'm not gonna touch it. All right. Anything from you, Kevin, on this one? Or no? And they're the Korea Slayers. Oh no, God. I just yeah. <laughs> That's the name of the cast, diff- by the way. Two different <laughs> rosters. SKT is going to win. So. Yeah. Um, Invictus minus 300 against G2 plus 225. I already have a feeling this is John's pick of the week. I didn't even look. This yet. was actually my oh. pick of the week. Nope. All right, so this is Calvin's pick of the week. Okay. Ahead, All right, Calvin's pick of the week. Talk it out. Um, so I like to say that and we've talked about this earlier, actually, you guys, about Invictus dropping games. Um, I just feel like. G2 in general has wants to prove something to IG a lot more than IG wants to prove something to G2. Um, and IG is actually super notorious for dropping best of ones. And I think this is the best spot for G2 to literally come out and pick the style, ban the shy. And, you know, Wonder's been playing great. Wonder's I played great all split. Yeah. You played great all split. I'm not saying he's at the level of the shy. You know what I mean? And obviously the shy can play any 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 take, any and it doesn't really matter. But I just think G two has something to to play for and even though Perks is not as great as Jackie Love, um, this could be a game where they snowball IG super hard and IG just try to troll this game, in my opinion, because of what hap- what they did at Worlds, you know what I mean? Yeah. I won't say troll. So I'm. Troll. I I bet I already have a. I put a light bet on this last week at plus one ninety. So that that'll tell you something right there. Because <clears throat> sorry, I got like frog in my throat. I, I if, if again if we have all three of these teams relatively even, no none of them should be favored by this much, especially in a best of one. So no. I'm gonna do the John EU Master strategy here quite a you know a lot during this tournament. It was at least. so successful. Keep it up, guys. <laughs> 
You know the best part about this is you know I'm just gonna spike like all of these, right? Oh, like that's yeah, like anyway. I've had G2 here too for very similar reasons. It's Same just as the SKT. I don't think they're a favorite. It's not like I think they're gonna win. It's just that plus two twenty five is too far if we think these teams are very close and it's yeah. best one, and that's what I think. So yeah. I am uh, interested that Calvin just gave a huge rant talking about how G two's in a great spot here, but it says this pick of the week is Invictus minus three hundred. Not very interested in how that's playing. Hey, hey Cal. <laughs> You know the rule. Cal, you know the rule. It's got to be 200 or better. Or at least we're <laughs> yeah, at least close right. to that. I'm just interested in why let me, let me talk to the Vegas why G2 was in a great spot, but then the pick of the week is Invictus. There you go. Low key. Uh, Liquid minus 350 against Fung. Vu plus 250. Are you just trying to move the line, Cal? Get yeah, I'm, I'm going to help, help move the let me, line. Let me call bit. the syndicate real quick. So, Liquid 350, Fung, Vu 250. I. I'm not touching this one. Yep, not touching. It's a little too far for me. Yeah. Give me liquid minus 250, I'll smash it. Yeah, I would probably do that, even a best of one. 350 is a little too That was far. something I did a lot last year, and people used to give me shit for it, but I, like, almost never missed on them, so it was like, I don't know. I got Maybe I got to get back to that a little bit. But uh, So that's Friday. Uh, Saturday, G2 minus 188 against liquid plus 137. I'm going to let you take this one, John, because <laughs> I'm uh, I'm betting G2 in this matchup. Uh, I do think there's a big difference in these teams. I think minus 188 is a very good line. And like I said in the past, uh, I think G2 specifically matches up the best against TL versus all these other teams. Yeah, and this so, was your uh, pick of the week, right? Minus 188. <clears throat> yep. On my book, it was actually minus 195. And I still took it and hammered it pretty hard. All right, mm. Cool. So I I like G two here. Uh, I, I do think Liquid might get a game. Off. They're gonna. I think they're gonna get a game off one of these three teams. And I think maybe this is the spot that they do it. But I'm not betting that way. Like I'm not gonna sit here and try to like Babe Ruth which game Liquid's gonna do. And the odds aren't good enough to just like take all three. You know. Yeah. Or all. I guess six or all four of their matchups or all six of their matchups against I'm not going to bet all six because the lines aren't good enough to arbitrage kind of situation right but I think they're going to get one but I'm probably going to be moderate on G2 here because I feel the same way like I'm I'm pretty confident G2 take this it wouldn't surprise me if Liquid Mize won but I think the right the, the smart money is just G2 um, yeah I agree Fong Vu plus 175 against Flash Bulls minus 250 is this the spot where Fong Vu wins one Ugh. No, I, wish I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Flash was really good against Vegas, though. I'm not gonna lie; they destroyed them after game one. I don't know. I kind of have I, a thought for this one, actually. So, I think if if Fangfu is gonna win one of these games, I think it will be against Flash Bulls. But and I think it's gonna be one of these games. But I think you you're probably gonna be able to get the, so. What I'm thinking is I'm thinking forward to like the next best of like the next round robin, right? In the next round robin, let's say Flash Wolves hasn't won a game and Fang Vu hasn't won a game. Well, actually, well, let's assume Flash Wolves win this one. What's the line going to be if they're both like, you know, 2 and 8 or whatever the next time or, or you know, 2 and 4 the next time they play? Yeah, you you probably get better lines on Fang Vu if they come back in their 06 and Flash Wolves is 1 and 5 with yeah. their only Like Fong if Fang Vu ends up being like 
if it's like plus two seventy, minus four hundred kind of thing, then I then I like Fang Vu there. Just, I really like the book's line on this match because I think if it was much further in any direction, this is I would such bet a bait, it. right? This is a good. Like if Fang Vu was plus two fifty, I would bet them, and if Flash Wolves was minus two hundred, I would bet them. So yeah. they've got it like right in a spot here where I don't want to bet either team. Yeah, that's so I've done a good job. A rare good yeah. line, actually. <laughs> um, Liquid plus three hundred, Invictus minus four fifty. That's, don't I mean, believe I'm betting this game either. I don't think I'm betting. I think Invictus wins. <clears throat> I think Invictus wins. I, I I might convince myself to do like a half unit on Liquid here. Three hundred a lot. On Liquid, I wouldn't hate you if you wanted to take three hundred. Yeah. Fine with that, but I don't think I'm going to for now. Myself. It's a pass, but we'll see. Maybe by tomorrow or Friday, I'll change my mind. SK Telecom minus fourteen hundred against Fongvu plus six fifty. No, mm-hmm. I might end up betting Fongvu. I don't think that this is as good of a spot as against IG, but it's still kind of the same thing. The plus six fifty is just so good for best of one. I probably won't bet it. I think I like the IG matchup a lot better for them, but. If you want to take a shot on something, I think taking plus six fifty on Fong Vu is fine. Yeah, they, there's there's worse lottery tickets than that, but I'm I'm not touching that one. I can just tell you right now. Uh, Flash Wolves plus one seventy five, G two minus two fifty. This is two fifty's heavy, man. But I'm probably gonna be on G two here unless unless Flash Wolves come out and like smash Liquid or something. And, like, like you said, I mean Flash Wolves been riding hot, and so I mean if they show us something, I mean the last I mean. It would definitely move, but if Flash Wolves can play how they've been playing and G2 kind of just looks a little sloppy, I mean, who knows? I mean, Flash Wolves could take a game off of G2, you know what I mean? Dude, this I, is also a spot where we could see Promise Q play, I think, if they want to rip. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're bringing both, huh? I think so, and I think if there's a game where they might rest uh, Mickey a little bit, it could be this game, so you, you could maybe get some in there. I'm probably avoiding this game as well. I have an, a bit of a narrative theory here. If, okay. So, they're not the EU slayers. If yeah, if <laughs> GU, all right. So if G two lose to SK Telecom and lose to Invictus, totally reasonable. It could totally happen. It doesn't mean that they're a bad team or anything. Absolutely. And yeah. Flash Wolves beat Liquid. This line could end up being like you know G two minus one fifty, and if that's the case, I'm slam a lamb a ding dong on it. Like oh, I'm yeah, just gonna be all the hell over it. One hundred percent minus one fifty. I would slam. I bet three units. Like, I never bet. Unless unless Flash Wolves look like, you know, God's gift to League of Legends in their first two games and it's only two, like they would have to they would have to like shut out their first two games. I'm gonna be on G two. Yeah. And especially if G two end up losing, we're gonna get like like I'm i I'm like ready to bet this heavy for G two right now. At minus two fifty. I think I'm gonna avoid at minus two fifty that's, this is one of those ones where if the line was just slightly different, I'd be pretty like heavy on it. 200, I'd be all Like 200, it. yeah. 200, I think I'd be heavy on, on G2. 250 is a little far. I might go yeah. one at 250. But if the odds get better, I could definitely see myself slamming this game. Yeah, I, I, there's a good chance. Like, if even if G2 split and they go 1-1, and then, like, if they go 1-1 on the first day and Flash Wolves beat Liquid, that's the time to bet this. Don't wait until G2 play their first game on Saturday. I agree. And then uh, the last game for the weekend, uh, well, for Saturday anyway, uh, is SK Telecom and Invictus. And I got, you know, it's even. Minus 120 with the juice and all, but even money. I will pick IG. 
Is this just like plant your? Is this like a plant your flag bet? Yeah, I'm putting my foot down and saying that IG day two coming out hot. They ain't losing. Something tells me SKT beats IG here, and IG beats G two, and G two beats SKT, and they split their first set of games against each other. That's what something in my back of my mind is telling me. I know, I know, you guys. Uh, we we've talked about this like off the air before, but like, yeah, I, I'm a big believer in hunch. Especially for guys like us, like, this is what we do. Like, we just watch this shit nonstop, and there's, like, a certain level of... I can't remember who said it. It might have been... It might have actually been LSV, John. Yeah. He's a, so, LSV's a, he's a Magic Pro player. He's, like, one of the best of all time. He he talks about how your hunch is just, like, your brain calculating things faster than you can realize it. And I think there is something to that. But So, I, I totally get you on this. I tend... I'm a, I'm a better that goes with my hunch. Like more than I think a lot of people do, and I kind of feel you on SKT winning this one, but I'm also I also think SKT win the tournament, so I'm a little yeah, biased. Something, something just tells me stylistically that G2 is going to beat SKT, SKT is going to beat Invictus, and Invictus is going to beat. Goes back to the A versus B versus C situation, <laughs> right? Where yeah, it's like rock paper scissors. Now I, I I'm not as much on the style. I just think. I don't know. The, I think like the smart thing to do here is not touch this because the juice is really high, and if this is close to fifty fifty, that's not that great either way. But you know, if you have a strong inclining one way or the other, I say fire on it. But you know, I wouldn't go too heavy on it. Calvin, you're planting your flag on this one. Yeah, this one I am. You're gonna be like moderate on Invictus or heavy or light or what? Is it just going to be light to have something? I might, I might, I might just draw three units on Invictus. To be honest with you. Wow, there we go. Is that That's a flag, the flag in the ground. It's, yeah, I'm I'm actually really confident that they're going to come out and uh, beat SKT in this one. You so, might be right. I think there is definitely an argument. You don't have to believe it, and I don't necessarily believe it myself, but I definitely think there's an argument that SKT is way overhyped because Korea sucks. I definitely think that's, that's an I argument. I mean, it could be true. Like, absolutely could be true. We haven't seen the play, so we don't really know. And I don't believe it personally, but I think that argument could be made. Yeah, that, definitely. That maybe SKT is is a big fish in a small pond this year. Now, I yeah, I, I'm with you, John. I don't agree with that. I think Korea's improved. It's just going to be, but like I could totally see someone saying the opposite. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't buy into it, but I, I could see it. And if that ends up happening, it wouldn't blow my mind. Yeah. If it, it turns out that SKT is like a clear number three, I'd be very would... sad. But <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think they'll be better at Worlds. I think they're, the longer that things go, the bigger their chance of winning a tournament gets. That's always been the case with this team. Like they, yeah. SK Telecom historically, they do the Korean. This is like the Korean style, just in general, like the Korean teams in general. But SKT in particular, they use information more than any other team ever. Yeah, like I, whether it's meta changes, whether it's seeing a region once and then just like they figured you out on the first try. Like once they have that data point, they they're just good. Sometimes they struggle at first, but once they have that, I mean, we saw with Fnatic, right? They struggled on that best of five, but once they figured it out, it like wasn't close anymore, right? Like, um, yeah, that's how I feel about them. Uh, we can touch on futures briefly if you guys want to. Um, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put something on SKT mostly just for fun, but like not light, like not a lot. I think the definitive strategy for futures here G2. is what I. Is to, is to go G2 and one of SKT or IG, whoever you think is is the team that's better of those <laughs> two. You place, if you do one unit on each of those, then if either one of them wins, you make money. You set yourself up to make a lot of money if G2 wins. 
Yeah. And then you set yourself up to make a small safe profit if your IG or SKT one wins. Yeah. You you end up up, up like twenty percent or whatever. Yeah, I think that's the definitive ten percent. You end up up ten percent or whatever. So plant your flag on SKT or IG and, and then, then betting G two. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have I'm 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 gonna do that for G two and SKT like that exact split. I think that's completely reasonable because eight to one, dude. All right, so it's like we've been talking about like it's the same with the money lines, right? If we think G two SKT and IG are all like in the same ballpark. Even like even so even Calvin Calvin's got G two a tier below IG and SKT and Calvin you still think eight to one's good odds right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, so eight to one's too much. Like I think again, like value betting futures is stupid, but like G two definitely have a chance to actually win this tournament. Like make I love value betting futures as long as you can set yourself up to make money if the favorite wins. Yeah. So like give yourself a shot. Weird example, but like this year. I had like three LPL teams that I bet at like 40 to one that you're like, how do you ever think that WE was going to win the LPL this season? Mm-hmm. But I set myself up so that they didn't need to win. Like if, if, if WE happened to win, I was going to make a ton of money. And if they lost, I only had 0.1 unit on them. So yeah. I, I, my bet on IG to win was just going to easily pay off my WE bet. That's like one of my favorite things to do. So yeah. this is a perfect spot to get the big money on, on G2 and then make your safe profit on IG or SKT, yeah. depending on who you think's better. And we tried to do the math on like putting all three of these together in some way, shape, or form, but it's like you, know, it's... you can do it. You just have to bet a lot. Yeah, if, it's... if you're willing to bet a hundred units on on IG and a hundred units on SKT, and then like what, what was the other one? Was... Like ten units, some some small amount of units on G two. You can arbitrage yourself. Yeah, you end up time. like. Mid, like worst case scenario, you end up like plus two and a half percent or something like that. Like yeah, you can do and, that. And but one of those three teams wins such a monumental amount of the time. I think if if you want, you can definitely do that. Yeah, I think I like ninety five plus percent of the time. Hundred units, but <laughs> if if I could, I yeah, would do that. I'd agree. Yeah, I also like it's it's a matter of capital too. Like if if you don't or, or principle, like if you don't. Like that's a lot to put up front, which means in a lot. I mean, not everybody is like a syndicate or has a huge pool to work with. So not everybody can just afford to do that and have money left to mess with the tournament also, you know? So yeah. I mean, if you have $1 units, you can probably do that yeah. and I would recommend doing it. But if you have really large units, you're not going to be able to afford to do that. And make yeah. a reason, probably, Especially so. with, you know, if your books have limits and stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I like G2. I think we all like G2 future and then take your pick between SKT and Invictus. TL was 25 to one last week. And I kind of liked that. Cause I thought that was a good number. Cause I think there's like some universe where they, Twenty-five yeah. to one's like crazy. That's I agree with you. Twenty-five to one's 4%. one of those we talked about last week. That's like, it's a good bet. You're probably never going to realize it, yeah. but it's it's odd. Like it's good system bet. Well, there. well, think about it, right? So, it, it in our example, it's exactly what we came out to, right? If yeah. we think the three teams are ninety-five percent, one of those three teams is going to win. I think Liquid's the four percent, and then the one percent is split between Flashbulls and Fangvu. Yeah. So it's like right, it's like right on the money. Twenty to one, I don't think is twenty five to one was better. So it's five percent, four percent. We're nitpicking, but so uh, just to review, pick of the week. You two go over yours because I gotta actually put mine because I always do this. Um, I I guess mine. G two over uh, IG. Day one. Day two. <laughs> so, so now I'm confused because yeah, you. Uh, you put this so you're 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 on day one G two over IG right? Yeah, yeah. You just you just put the wrong line. That's what I was saying earlier. You like you gave a whole speech about how G two was in a great spot, but then you wrote down Invictus as your Got bet, it. and I was like, what? What are you trying? Oh, to did do? I say Invictus? 
Yes, what you, you wrote. Ty- down. You typed Invictus and said G two. Oh, right. I would say G two. I was confused why you guys were talking to me. I'm like, wait, I thought I'd take G two. What bad? Uh, John, you said G two. This is the safest bet I've seen from you. This is the safest bet I've put down. G two minus one ninety five against TL. I really like that stylistic matchup. I, I, I'm planning on putting plenty of units on there. You did the you did the IG copy. I stole. Uh, to be fair, I stole IG that week. We were all like super monstrous, like maxed out on IG last week. So I did pick up the green on Vega against INTZ last week. So Ooh. happy about that. Nice. Um, oh yeah, we didn't talk about so uh, last week. John was the only uh, the only hit on the hits. He hit Vega against INTZ, which in hindsight, yikes for INTZ. <laughs> uh, should have bet against them every game, but who knows? Uh, so I had a wow, that was tough. Yeah. Uh, so the three of us lost. John was the only winner last week, putting Bad our job. season total to. I did the math already. Um, I am six and four plus two point nine five units. John is four and six minus one point zero five units. Chris is five and five at plus one point two eight. Calvin is zero nine and one for minus nine units. Cal, like your no contest. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Cal, dude, that was close, right? Dude, that was close. I like it. I appreciate it. Really close on some of those games. Let me tell you that. At least those games weren't blowouts. So, (laughs) so I'm gonna do Team Liquid minus one eighty eight against Flash Wolves on day one. I like it. Uh, just no, we talked about it already. I think I'm, I'm pretty confident they're going to get that. If you can get better money, I mean, you bet that at minus one ninety five, right? Yep, that was pretty good. So that's all I got. Um, my sign off is a bit not of a real sign off because it has something to do with League of Legends, but um, so yeah, so I used to play in you could call it like a beer league, right? Where it was organized by, um, it was called Vantage League. Uh, it was organized by Vantage, like the NBA scouting agency. Like they basically gave some seed money to some people to try to start this thing. And it's a lot like the old, um, like the old online tournaments where you like get a team together and you <clears throat> run a bracket. But this team, this did it. This league did it in like an LCS system where you'd have like four or five or six teams in your group or in your division, and you'd play like a best of two or a best of three every week with a set team that you always had for the whole season, then there was a playoff afterwards. So if that's, like, appealing to you, like, being able to draft against a team and all that, if you want to play in a league, um, I'm actually going to be hopping in on one of these because I I used to do it all the time, and I'm jumping back on the boat, which is part of why I've been, like, playing more and more again. Um, It's the uh, Esports Amateur League. I'll put a link in the show notes for you guys. But uh, they're taking sign-ups until Friday, May 10th. Uh, so if you want to put a team together, it's pretty casual. Uh, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's free too. Um, for the time being anyway, it's basically just a cool way to meet new people and play in a league format. If you wanted to play something like do your own LCS and it's for all ratings, it doesn't matter what you are. You'll probably be paired against something pretty close. They try to organize the divisions in a way where it's pretty even really, really fun. If you've never gotten to play in a team setting, I'd highly recommend it whether you have a full team with you or not, or if it's just you and you want to fill out a team, it's a great way to meet new people. And it's a totally different game playing with a five-man team than it is playing solo queue. Totally different game. It's a blast. And 
I can tell you, some of the people I've met doing this, I've been friends with for years now. So uh, I'd highly recommend it. checking out. I'll put a link in the show notes. It's the uh, Esports Amateur League. What's up with you, John? Oh, man. I haven't done a lot this week. The only thing I can think about to really comment on is uh, I'm having a fun experience. I, I usually comment on TV shows, and I'm having a very fun experience trolling my wife uh, at the moment. Who started? <laughs> she's always trying to. Oh she get. We always try to, Both of us are always trying to find a show that we can watch when the other one's not around. Because you know, all the good shows we have to watch together. <laughs> so we're always looking for shows that we can watch when the other one's like out for the night or whatever, where we can have our own show. Mm-hmm. And somehow she landed on Pretty Little Liars, the uh, show I think HBO series towards right? teenage girls. But it was it's so I I had no interest in watching the show initially. So I just looked up all the spoilers for every season, so I knew exactly what was going to happen. But then she's been putting it on when we go to bed. So now every night when we go to bed, I'm watching the show and trying to figure out how the hell this show gets from where it's at to what <laughs> I <laughs> and just like trolling around with my wife and having a lot of fun with it. And it's, it was a good reminder to me. You don't have to watch great shows. Like yeah. sometimes you just have a lot of fun watching a show. That's not that great. And both of us have had a lot of fun watching it, even though it's not an excellently written show or, you know, a show that it's going to be in my top 10 for the rest of my life, but we still had a lot of fun watching it. So it makes you happy, man. Yeah, just a good reminder. It doesn't have to be the wire. You can go unapologetically watch, watch and listen to cool, like shit that you like and doesn't need to be popular. That's right. Period. What's up with you, Cal? Uh, let's see. Let's see. What is up with you? Didn't have to jet out of here like you did last week, so you got some time to elaborate on it. Let's see. Well, man. Okay. Well, here's a life lesson, guys. Not a life lesson. <laughs> I like life lessons with Calvin. It's one of my favorite times of the week. This is great. All I right. gotta come up with a jingle for this. It's just like. <laughs> Sage advice from Calvin T. I was going to talk about how my weekends are packed and I need to start saving money, but that's saving money. It's overrated. (laughs) Yo, that (laughs) is, all right. So that's, that is kind of a cool point. All right. Like, yeah, go, yeah, go on it. Go on. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. You say, you say, because that that wasn't going to be my life lesson. So I kind of had, like, this is just a school of thought and I don't think anyone's right or wrong. I think the only limit is just being responsible, right? Like, yeah. save enough, be responsible with your money, but I, I'm of the school of thought that, y- y- like, YOLO, like, for real. I know it's cliche as hell, but YOLO, you only live once, right? Do stuff you like doing. It's only money. You can work forever. You can get it back. You can have regrets 20 years down the line about not doing stuff. You won't have you, – you can – be miserable then if you if you if you spent a lot of money when you were younger doing whatever and it'll be whatever right. Mm-hmm. You there's certain things you can only do when you're in certain life spots right. Exactly. When you're young, travel, do stuff, meet new people, you know, dive headfirst into something right. Uh, especially I say this especially because kids add a whole new wrinkle to this and you got to be like a lot more responsible with kids. Obviously, John John can <laughs> elaborate on this a yeah, little. Yeah, John can. Right. Do stuff. And I, I agree with you, man. Like, it's, like, obviously be responsible and save what you have to, but, like, just live your life. Like, what, do you, what are you saving all that money for if you could just, like, croak one day, right? Like, you hate to be morbid about it, but really, like. I do partially agree with you guys, but I'll make a slight counterpoint to you. Yeah. One of the things that made me fall in love with my wife when I first met my wife, for sure. When me and my wife met, she's been she'd just been working for the last, like, couple of years by herself 
And the last five years, I had been traveling around the world playing poker for a living. The year before I met her, I made like $160,000 profit playing poker or something like that. It was in that, that vicinity. When we met, she had a house and a car and everything. I had no house, no car, very little money in the bank. And I had just spent 10 years making a whole bunch of money living in for, – for a little while, I lived for a month and a half in a 500 and something dollar a night hotel room. <laughs> $500 a night? Yo. Yeah, for a month and a half. You are not – by the way, oh. you are not the only person that was like a poker grinder that I've seen do that, by the way. Like, yeah. and I, for one thing, I had no reason to be doing that. No one else ever came up to that room. Swag. I never did anything Swag to was it. Swag was the only <laughs> – sleep it was like three bedrooms with a sauna a jet jet spa thing <laughs> what else ever came up to that room i sat in that i sat in that bathtub and drank little mini bottles of wine a couple nights <laughs> like, in any case the point being my wife made smart financial decisions i made terrible financial decisions and yes i have some pretty cool stories that came out of that but <laughs> we would have been in a pretty sweet spot in life if i had saved all the money that i was making and stayed in 80 dollar a night hotel rooms <laughs> and, and met we, we could be uh we could be grinding out the couch life right now instead of uh, instead of doing all this other stuff. So yeah, I would there, say there like is some slight counterpoint to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, I'm, that's I what I mean. Say, like, like go balls to the wall. Yeah, like, you need be body, responsible. You know I, mean? I yolo'd a little too hard during my during my times and uh, he went too hard to the paint. Something yeah, I wish Ben Simmons would do more of. But <laughs> it's not like okay, it's not like I'm spending a lot of money on useless things because my buddy's getting married and I got all these engagement parties to go to. Those you are know, good. Just, and just eating and stuff, you know. And I look at my bills and like I'm always the type of person like, oh my god, I need to have over like fifteen hundred in my bank account or else I'm gonna freak out. Yeah. And now like you know like I got all these bills and I'm like you know what the past couple of weeks you know I'm around like you know I'm I'm honestly under a thousand bucks you know and I'm like you know what I'll work extra you know what I mean I'll put more you know I haven't really withdrew any money from like my FanDuel or, or like DK so like yeah. and I never realized I'm like oh man I still have money there but I'm gonna withdraw so like. It's just that, like you said, you can make the money back, and it's like, but you know, it's not like I'm going to spend on like strippers and stuff like that, whatever. <laughs> you know, anyway. Lambo. <laughs> yeah, that is where my money went, by the way, not the Lambo. <laughs> find find the ba- find the balance between yoloing just the right amount. Like that's the yeah. secret. I do agree that if you have an opportunity to do something that's going to like be a cr- incredible experience. Spend the money and, and go do it. Yeah. Just don't spend the money for something that's not going to be an experience, like staying in a five hundred dollar a night hotel room, <laughs> and all you're going to do is sleep there. That's the so, kind of thing you do for a weekend, and you're like, yeah. "I am a king." Yeah. And then that's it. Not for a month. And <laughs> a very fancy safe in that hotel room as well. <laughs> Dude, that's too funny you mentioned that because <laughs> oh my god, I I I know of at least two other. They were poker. Gr- <laughs> they were poker grinders living off their comps in the casino, like literally living <laughs> in a casino for like months on end. So, yes. yeah, you're you're not you're not the only one I've I've heard that from. It must it must be a symptom of the of the lifestyle. I you guess. don't want to travel, man. You just want to walk downstairs to the game. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna go downstairs to play. That's hours play. that I could be making money. Right, that's the logic. I'm really costing myself money by not staying in the five hundred dollar. Yeah, what room. am I gonna commute? Like who? Does- <laughs> All but okay. right, so uh, uh, the real the real life lesson, right? This is actually a little bit more serious, and is be 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 honest with your friends. All right. Oh yeah, real. Because I had I met a friend, and well, she did some things that she shouldn't have done, and you know I'm gonna say because I really don't care. 
she cheated on her best friend cousin okay and okay. she told me about it and the funny thing is her best friend like her she's the maid of honor of her best friend oh god and so what happened was like her best friend wanted you know wanted the truth out of me so i told her because my best friend's marrying her so oh I was like, God. all right, well, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in a st- sticky situation here. All right, like, I feel like I'm watching Pretty Little Liars again. For here real, right? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> but you know, like, just be honest with your friends. Be honest with your best friends, and it, it goes a long way. Because if you, like, after talking to my best friend's fiance, it's like all these things that her maid of honor said. It's just lies, just, just random things about lying. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, why would you lie to your best friends when things are going to come back anyways? You know what I mean? She's your best friend. They're going to find know- out. Yeah. yeah like- you know them. You've known each other since you guys were young. So like, how come you can't trust your best friends, even if they agree or not agree? Like who cares if people judge you on what you do? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, she's gonna hate you or it's not like it's gonna affect your work life or like your income or anything you know but it's like you have to understand that if you're truth if you're a truthful person and i know it sucks and people don't like hearing the truth like i think in the long run it's better off and it's better off for your own character and for your own sake even if let's say for say your other friends don't like you those are not your real friends you're just you know being I mean? real with people yeah, be exactly. real. With I agree with that. Yeah, it's just, just be honest, be real. It just you know, it's just just even though it might cause a little drama, like I said, it as long as you're honest, you know, people are gonna respect you more later later in life in the long run. And plus, you won't build up all this like lies and then you just keep lying and lying get and all caught in your web of lies, Calvin. Exactly. So no, for real, it's guys, like ripping a bandaid off for real. Like you're better off just like doing it all at once, just get it over with, and then yep. you know it's whatever after that, right? It is what it is. I agree with yeah. that. That's good. That was good. I know. This was a good one. This was a good one. Last week, I know, uh, it was what, taking a bath? Yeah. <laughs> the reason why is because... I followed that you... advice this week, Calvin. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I'm glad you did because people don't take showers. Uh, I go to Magic Tournament, so you don't got to tell IG. me that. <laughs> so, All okay, right, guys. Um, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Uh this should be a really good tournament. I'm I'm more hyped for this MSI than I've been for I think any in a long time because I think we legit have three teams that could win this tournament. Agreed. And it hasn't yeah. been that way for a styles. long time. So very fun styles, very good matchups. I'm hyped. And uh, oh. MSI is always weird, so maybe we see TL or Flash Wolves just go nuts for a couple games and, and make this inter- even more interesting. So should be really interesting. Um, you guys got anything else? Or are we gonna get out of here? I'm yeah, gonna- I want to say this real quick. Two things. Uh, bye bye, Max Lore and uh, DK. Get your shit together because these pricings for <laughs> esports is ridiculous. Uh, right. We'll we'll that's we'll talk about that next week because I, I actually I was hoping Chris would be around because I wanted to bring that up with him because I know he was looking into this too and it's yeah it looks pretty wonky to me but they're definitely weirding some stuff out but yeah we'll talk about it next yeah, week we'll, we'll make that an opening topic for next week because that's pretty interesting but i think that's going to be it for now guys uh everybody good luck enjoy the games this weekend keep well keep up with all of us on twitter and uh we'll probably have some more stuff out for you know sunday and monday's games for the second best of uh second round robin because we're probably not gonna be able to get a show in in that time maybe we will who knows i don't know maybe saturday night if we're not doing anything but uh Good luck, and everybody enjoy the games. See you then, Jets.
Gold Card podcast opening theme is Clouds by Harvey and the Hendersons. The closing theme is Wasp in a Hat by the Tea Club. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Podbean to never miss an episode. Oh, oh, oh.